Raheem Mostert gashed and dashed the Packers defense at will, it seemed, in last night's NFC Championship game, accruing many of the 285 yards the Niners would amass in obliterating Green Bay 37-20. Joining us live from 94.5 ESPN, Gabe Neitzel. Thank you, sir, for coming. Good morning. Uh, this wasn't supposed to happen this way. No, but uh, San Francisco is just such a, an incredibly talented team. I mean, the Packers needed to play a perfect game in order to you know, pull it off and, and head to the Super Bowl, and they just ultimately weren't able to do so. The 49ers found the one weakness the Packers have. You think back to that Lions game and all those rushing yards that Detroit accumulated in that first half before the Packers were able to shore it up. Well, San Francisco can run the ball like that. They can just do it all the time, and the Packers were helpless, I guess, to stop it yesterday. Okay, but the... The 49ers just looked like they were moving at twice the speed of the Packers. It, it, it was like watching uh, that old football game where they would, uh, the electric game. Oh, the, where, yeah, electric football. Yeah, that sure. old electric football. And, and yeah. the Niners were moving at three times the speed. Yeah, that's certainly a weakness. I think that the Packers are going to have to address this offseason. Even when you take a look at some of their best players offensively, defensively, the one thing that the Packers have lacked is team speed. And especially at the inside linebacker position, whether that's Blake Martinez, whether that's B.J. Goodson, they just they don't have have that top-end speed to be able to compete with um, you know, a team that flies around the way the 49ers do. Gabe, was there a turning point in your mind last night where things really spiraled out of control? Was it a LaFleur decision? Was it one of the turnovers? What jumped out to you? I think it was the first turnover. I think it was the Aaron Rodgers um, fumbled exchange because the Packers were down, and then they finally started to get something going. You know, They started throwing 25. They marched down to the 49ers 25. In five plays, 50, you know, 50 yards, you're averaging 10 yards a play. You feel like you can get back in it. And then something as simple as the quarterback center exchange, you, you give it up, they go down. I mean, they had 10 points off those turnovers in that first half. So you, you hold them to a field goal there, but it, it, it hurts more than you know when you're turning the ball over right outside the red zone. It just hurts so much more when you're giving up the three points, yes, in the other end. But you, it felt like they were on the move and, and had a potential to get seven themselves. 94.5 ESPN's Gabe Neitzel joining us live on WTMJ. Is this going to be curtains for defensive coordinator Mike Patton? That's going to be the interesting question because, I mean, kind of halfway through the season, the Packers went through this defensive lull a little bit. And, you know, with the, with the way the Falcons were playing, I know many were wondering, ooh, maybe Dan Quinn, who's the head coach of the Falcons, who was, um, you know, who was the, the boss when uh, Matt LaFleur was down there. Maybe that's somebody they bring in. While the Falcons finished pretty strong, yes, they finished 7-9, and nine, but they finished with a strong part of the season, so they decided to retain Dan Quinn. I'm not sure who's out there. I'm sure the Packers are going to take a little bit of time, take a step back, reevaluate everything, and, and make that decision in a week or two. Aaron Rodgers said after the game that he didn't think the gap between the Packers and the 49ers was all that large. What's your read on that situation? How far are they from being a Super Bowl caliber team? Well, we knew, I mean, going into the game, we knew that this roster had holes. I mean, we thought they were more on offense, the offensive side because Brian Goodkunst took all the, the, you know, the capital that he had, the draft, ca- high draft capital, the, the money that they had, and he, he spent it in the defense, and the defense drastically improved this season over last year. Well, they're probably going to have to spend a little bit more on the defense than we potentially thought going into the game. Um, but they've got they've got to figure it out offensively as well. I mean, Devontae Adams ended up having a big game in the second half, but they just need more speed at that re- receiver position as well. They need to get a couple of guys in here to to re- kind of rejuvenate that position. Tight end as well. What do they do with Jimmy Graham? I mean, that that's an old position, and then some really green guys in Jay Sternberger and and Robert Tanyan. So they've got some. They've got some decisions to make. I, they're. I would agree. I think it's it's a little bit closer, but that's mostly based on the NFL being 
a year-to-year league. I mean, it's just such a year-to-year thing. Who knows who the 49ers, they've got a couple of their big-time defensive players are going to be free agents this upcoming season. We'll have to wait and see if they lose those to see if that can help close that talent gap. Yeah, it's not easy establishing a dynasty in any sport, especially now in the NFL. There's just too much churn. Both these teams, I mean, the 49ers had the second pick in the draft last year. Now they're playing the Super Bowl. Packers won 13 games. The two years combined won 13 games in the regular season this year. It's The NFL is just a sport where you can turn it around quickly if you have the right people in charge. No third-place schedule for the Packers next year. They're going to play a first-place schedule. I I don't think that's as big of a deal. It really only affects two games. Third-place schedule got them a trip to San Francisco this year. First-place schedule gets them a trip to San Francisco next year. So (laughs) some of it it kind of evens itself out when you have teams that can turn it around. Gabe Neitzel, 94.5 ESPN. Thank you so much. You get to work. you got to be on at 7. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care.